Time for our daily news briefing. Joining us here in the studio for that is Tremira. Good morning to you. Good morning, Henry. Well, we've got a lot to talk about here, so let's get to it. Uh, first, an update on the COVID-19 situation. The number of new cases surged uh, over 1,000 on Saturday, which, of course, shocked a lot of people. It then fell back to the 700 level on Sunday because usually there are fewer tests being taken over the weekend. And then yesterday, as we expected, the number did increase, but maybe a little bit of a sigh of relief. We did not get back up to the 1,000 level, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. The nation's new daily COVID-19 cases remained in triple-digit numbers on Monday, though the number jumped back to 880, according to the KDCA briefing on yesterday morning. Of the total infections, 848 were domestic cases, and the vast majority of them were found in Seoul and its surrounding areas, with 246 in Seoul, 274 in Gyeonggi, and 55 in Incheon. And all of the three areas are currently subject to level 2.5 social distancing measures, the second highest level in the five-tier restrictions, when the rest of the country is subject to weaker level 2 restrictions. But it is highly likely that we would see the number today reach around the 1,000 level again because it already came at 671 as of 6 p.m. yesterday and 915 as of 10 p.m. And the government, and I think most people understand this is a very difficult decision, but they are still reluctant to impose level 3 restrictions? That's right. Prime Minister Jung Se-kyun said yesterday that the government is carefully considering whether to elevate the restrictions to level 3 as they could cause irreparable pain to people. And meanwhile, based on the government guidelines, the country needs to see an average of between 800 and 1,000 new locally transmitted cases per day over the previous seven days for the restrictions to be enhanced to level 3. But the corresponding figure as of yesterday, uh, which is an average new cases from last Wednesday to yesterday, came at 774.7. And Prime Minister Tong also said the, that the government would work hard to acquire the pre-purchased vaccines within the first quarter of next year so that they can be administered as early as possible. And before getting the vaccine, it does feel like there is now a big push to, in the meantime, test as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. The government is now providing free and anonymous testing. They're trying to encourage people with no symptoms or no contact with COVID-19 patients to get tested because we just don't know where these uh, sources of infection are coming from. There are a lot of untraceable infections right now, so we're trying to curb what has been the big problem, the asymptomatic uh, spread across especially the Seoul area. However, the uh, demand for voluntary preemptive testing is increasing, so that means we're going to have to start allowing people to get tested in their nearby clinics and even non-traditional places like oriental medicine uh, facilities and even drugstores. Could you tell us a bit more? Sure. Uh, The government and the ruling Democratic Party are reportedly discussing the idea of expanding COVID-19 testing sites to include around 70,000 local clinics, more than 10,000 oriental medicine clinics or Haniwans, and 20,000 drugstores across the country as the demand for testing has soared uh, recently. 
The government is also considering uh, providing quicker and easier antigen test kits to drugstores to allow people to use them at home. And we're now using PCR test, also called a molecular test that detects genetic material of the virus. And this method is seen as the most accurate and standard test. But the problem is that it takes about 24 hours to receive a result. And unlike this PCR test, the antigen test can produce results in 30 minutes. But there is an about 10% chance of false negative results, meaning that it's possible to be infected with the virus but have a negative result. Hmm. So depending on the situation, people need to take another PCR test to uh, confirm the result. And uh, what the government is considering right now is uh, that distributing these uh, antigen test kits through drug stores across the country to allow individuals to use them at home on their own. But there could be a safety issue because the test is done by inserting a long nasal swab into the nostril. So uh, right now, only doctors or medical professionals can conduct a test. And there's also a slight issue, uh, as it's legal when you administer the test to yourself, but illegal if your spouse or a non-medical professional administers the test for you. Yeah, that's an interesting loophole because maybe you're not going to be competent in doing it yourself, <laughs> but uh, your wife mm-hmm. or some friend might be better at it. However, it would not count uh, unless you did it yourself. Let's find out more about the testing situation and the overall COVID-19 um, crisis as it stands right now. Uh, we're going to have uh, an expert joining us to give us some more insights. Uh, joining us from Sun Chenyang University Hospital's International Clinic, very pleased to have Dr. Yu byung Hello. Hello. Hello, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for uh, joining us, Dr. Yu. So there have been some health experts like yourself who have been saying that um, we probably should have already been in a lockdown situation or at least close to a level three. Do you feel it's inevitable? Do you think that we should be heading towards a level three social distancing measure, depending on the uh, COVID infection numbers? Well, first of all, I'm sorry to mention about it. Now we are situation already... Since last weekend, mm. we have to shoot up to level the three tier. Three mm. level three should be because so you, I'm the only one doctor, last doctor to standing to register to up to level three because level three means the whole national level is locked down. Also, social economic condition can be collapsed. Yeah. But the problem is, on the thousand people confirmed the cases since last weekend, which means we have more than 2.5 or three more times the higher comfort case in the same time we can announce without symptoms. So which means now is compared to first and second wave, Korea, we can say every corner, every aspect, everyone can be infected and also can be contagious. Yeah. So better to say in government announce like level three from now on or as soon as possible. Yeah, it, it seems like uh, uh, many health experts uh, echo that line of thought. We just finished talking about how um, there are going to be increased test facilities and the government, particularly here in Seoul, is recommending that you take the test. It's going to be anonymous and you can get it for free. Um, could you just tell us from a medical point of view why we should get tested even if we are, let's say, um, suffering no symptoms? 
So the characteristic of the coronavirus, we have the seven different types of coronavirus. We know this COVID-19 is seventh coronavirus. The coronavirus before its outbreak is like COVID-19. It's just kind of common cold. Mm-hmm. Common cold for the young and healthy people, usually they don't have any symptoms. Or they got ignored that. Why? It doesn't annoy anything. Even now, we found it. So oh, six weeks before, all the military, the volunteers, who we did the screening test, 2.2% of the people who were tested, they got positive, but they never had any symptoms. Mm-hmm. Also, we did some blood tests in the United States. They confirm in that more than four around the percent of people, even they never had the symptoms and no complaint anything, but they had imminent against the COVID-19. So this day, so we are concerning more than 20% about uh, cannot change tracing and chasing the case of the COVID-19 without symptoms in the young people. That's why who are worried about the condition because since the Monday this week, it's whole metropolitan government announcing you do test but without fee mm-hmm. and without registration as your number. Only the left your the telephone numbers with us. We will help you or confirming case or not. Please do test more. Yeah, good advice there. Finally, everyone hoping for a miracle cure, Dr. Yu. So Korea has secured um, tens of millions of vaccines, and they're also waiting for the final rounds of these various treatments that are homegrown uh, technologies. How far away do you think we are to getting a real treatable kind of um, system in place where we can finally be past this? Well, so practically, it's for the people who can get a vaccination in Korea, probably next March, mm-hmm. I mean, the next March next year, it, it depends on the safety guidelines in the United States and the UK, as well as the Korean FDA. They will approve it as soon as possible. But I'd like to say to all dear audience at this moment, vaccinations for health people, not for the sick people and any under on any situation is miserable. Mm. Why? Vaccination help the people who are healthy to promote their health. Safety is the first priority. So these days, the people are saying, oh, why Korean is too late compared to the other countries? But, you know, depend on the other countries, they have the time schedule and the online and depend on their medical condition. I mean, the medical systems. Korea is now seems to be like a little bit, you know, a little bit late. But we have to check it out to safety for our people who live in Korea. So don't be agitated and mm-hmm. please don't be hurried. Because safety is first priority to people who need the vaccination. So I can mm-hmm. say Korean government will be set up at least a March to the start of the vaccination for in general. But medical experts and the people vulnerable will be start as soon as possible as we, we can. Yeah, there has been some politicization of uh, the idea that uh, there's a delay compared to other countries. And uh, the, the priority on safety, uh, certainly as uh, what Dr. Yu is advising, uh, should be the utmost priority for everybody here in Korea. Dr. Yu byung thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciated this early in the morning. Uh, thank you for having me. Have a good day.
Thank you. That was Dr. Yu Byung-uk from uh, Sun Chung-yang uh, University International Clinic. All right, Mira, let's get back to it. I have to be uh, sympathetic towards you. You were waiting for this interview uh, to finish, but also because this news that we were all waiting for came so <laughs> yes. late in the... And then, and then <laughs> for a strange reason, it wasn't even covered on the major mm-hmm. portal sites. It was just, everyone was so hyped about this. Let's talk about it. The Justice Ministry's Disciplinary Committee made the final decision to punish Prosecutor General Yoon Seok-yeol. Um, tell us exactly what the final decision was. Yes, uh, the Disciplinary Committee panel finally decided uh, to suspend the top prosecutor from duty for two months. And this is the first time a sitting prosecutor general has been suspended in Korea's constitutional history. And it is the third strongest form of punishment among the five options available, lighter than two types of dismissal options, but heavier than options of reprimand and a pay cut. And the measure requires a sanction from President Moon Jae-in, but the Blue House commented earlier that Moon is willing to sign off on any decision reached by the panel. The disciplinary hearing was launched after Justice Minister Chumie accused Yoon of six ethical and legal misconducts, and the panel said it found Yoon uh, responsible for four out of the six charges, but uh, didn't specify which. And the decision was made at the second hearing that began yesterday morning, and it was mostly focused on questioning of witnesses who were asked to testify, with Yoon and Chu uh, seen as having four allies each. And after the questioning conducted until late in the evening, uh, the panel asked Yoon's lawyers to release a final statement. The the lawyers asked for at least a day uh, to prepare for the final statement because they have to review the fresh evidence and testimony that came out. But the panel uh, reportedly said it could give them only one hour to prepare for the statement. And Yoon's lawyers refused to give the final statement, and the panel uh, reconvened around 9 p.m. Uh, after a brief adjournment and finally reached this conclusion. And Yoon's lawyer, Lee Wan Gyu, also commented that it seemed like uh, the Justice Ministry had already uh, specified the results beforehand and that they will not accept the results of an illegal uh, disciplinary process. Meanwhile, Yoon's critics have been somewhat disappointed because they had actually Mm -hmm. expected a a termination to be the decision. This seems to be kind of a middle ground uh, laid out there by the disciplinary committee. But essentially, as you say, in history, the first time ever a prosecutor general is Mm -hmm. going to be sanctioned uh, by a disciplinary committee, and he is essentially not going to be allowed to work now uh, for the remainder of his term, barring some uh, legal Mm -hmm. uh, shenanigans going on. Let's turn to the other kind of uh, big issue with uh, prosecutorial reform, this uh, legislation to have Kongsucha and the revision of the Kongsucha law that now will facilitate the much delayed launch of the Corruption Investigation Office. Finally approved at a cabinet meeting yesterday, President Moon Jae-in expressing hope that this new agency will serve as an effective check on state prosecutors. Yes, uh, President Moon presided over a cabinet meeting through video yesterday, and he stressed that the new independent investigation agency will be at the heart of the reform of the nation's powerful state agencies as it could serve as, quote, a tool to democratically control the prosecution. 
And he also pointed out that prosecutors had wielded absolute and unchecked powers, and there were no ways to hold them accountable for their wrongdoings. But if the prosecution is controlled democratically based on the principles of checks and balances, it will be able to restore public trust. And he also claimed that if the CIO had been launched earlier, there would have been no abuse of powers by the former Park Geun-hye administration. And President Moon refuted criticism from the opposition who said the launch of the CIO is a tool for dictatorship, saying that he finds it hard to comprehend the idea of linking the agency to a dictatorship because the CIO will be established to check against potential power abuse by the administration. And he added that the CIO will only have 25 prosecutors and 40 investigators, so its manpower cannot be compared to that of the the state prosecution with 2,300 prosecutors. Right, and that comment about how if there was a Gong Su at the time of the Park administration that he would, uh, she would mm-hmm. uh, probably not have gotten away with those crimes uh, is a, kind of a message saying the critics who, including the People Power Party, who are saying that I'm going to be using this to protect myself, that's not the true allegation. I'm also liable uh, to be uh, investigated by the uh, CIO. We have time for one final story mm-hmm. here, um, Mira. So let's go ahead and move on to the United States. It is... Now official, and we can finally say the election is over, despite what um, a minority of the population tends to believe in the U.S., but there is a new president-elect who will be coming into office in January, uh, Joe Biden officially clinching the presidency as the Electoral College now has officially confirmed Biden as the nation's next president, despite uh, the current president, uh, Donald Trump's continuous refusal to concede that he had lost. Yes, the U.S. Electoral College officially affirmed President-elect Joe Biden's victory on Monday local time. The presidential electors gave Biden a solid majority of 306 electoral votes to Donald Trump's 232. And normally, uh, this Electoral College vote is a procedural step that uh, typically goes unnoticed. But mm-hmm. this time, it attracts outside, outside attention and becomes an important milestone that determines Biden's official victory uh, due to Trump's continued attacks on the election results. And Biden uh, praised America's efforts to protect democracy in a speech delivered after the vote. And he said that it is time to turn the page on the election and went on to praise election officials who worked amid the pandemic to ensure, quote, the integrity of our elections remained intact. And while President Trump has been showing no signs of conceding, uh, the results of the voting process will be sent to Washington and formally counted in Congress on the 6th of January. And that will pave the way for Biden to be sworn in as President of the United States on the 20th of January. And uh, Blue House said yesterday that President Moon Jae-in sent a formal letter to Biden to congratulate him on the victory and expressed his hope to strengthen Strengthen the ROK-US alliance with the new administration. Right. So most of the world leaders, uh, basically um, most of the um, general public in the globe, 
And now officially the Electoral College uh, saying that Joe Biden is the next president of the United States. So uh, certainly uh, some finality there. All right, Mira, thank you very much. It was a very hectic day, I'm sure, with uh, the covering the news today. But uh, we appreciate it, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. And we're going to have um, a lot more in store for you. But first, uh, let's get a weather and traffic check.